Welcome to Hope's Hearth, a GMless actual play podcast where friends explore identity, community, and the ways people find strength and love in dire situations. Our lines, which are things we absolutely do not want to see, are trypophobia, insect horror, parent death, rape, body shaming, homophobia, transphobia, big diseases, involuntary transformation, ableism, racism, sexism, violence against children and animals, unwanted pregnancy, acephobia, and non-consensual situations. Our veils, which are things we're fine with addressing but will fade to black on, are spiders, graphic depictions of bodily harm, abuse of any kind, dementia or similar mental illnesses, insoluble problems, trauma, steamy situations, eating disorders, depression, and self-harm. Today we're playing You All Meet in a Tavern, a conversation game about planning and resolving your next dungeon crawl. Uh, this is a Caltrop core game by Ryan Gregg at G-G-E-R-G-N-A-Y-R on Twitter. I don't know how to pronounce that. Fair enough. I guess G-G Ergner? Yeah, that's that's not a thing you pronounce. No, no, it's not. Um, thank you for having an incomprehensible Twitter at. Uh, Caltrap Core created by, uh, Titano, Titanomachy RPG at N underscore quest and at a ghost, uh, a ghost of Eli. I just realized something though. Ryan what? Gregg's, uh, Twitter is the name backwards. Oh my fucking god. I know, right? Incomprehensible. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, my name is Izzy. You can find me on Twitter at the Shondeer. You can find me on Tumblr at Lotsadeer. I use CCR pronouns. And with me today is Dirk. Hi, I'm Dirk. I use they, them pronouns. You can find me on Tumblr and Archive of Our Own at PFDiva. Theoretically, I'm also on Twitter at PF underscore Diva. Uh, I am not on the Hope's Hearth podcast uh, Twitter or the Hearthside Enclave Twitter, but those both exist. Sometimes we post to them. I think Izzy does. I, I do, in fact. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Izzy posts things on our Twitters. Yeah. Did you say your pronouns? Uh, yes, my pronouns are they, them. Okay. And Will. Hi, I'm Will. I use AM pronouns. Um, I am... On Tumblr, and I'm about to change my username. I know I said that last time, but it's really true. Uh, Do we need to remind you? Yes, you need to remind me. <laughs> All right. So keep your eye out for me to exist. Come join our Discord. I'll be there. I'm writing it down to remind you to change your Tumblr URL. Okay, so this game is a one-page TTRPG based on the Caltrop core system. Um, it is one page two-sided, <laughs> so it's literally a whole page, a whole piece of paper, um, not counting the cover, uh, which has a very good, like, uh, tab, like, sketch of people in a tavern. Like, it's, it's, I think it might be a lithograph. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, so, to play this game, you'll need one note card and a pencil and a handful of D4s for each player. Um, the starting phase, 
This game is very simple. Everything is broken down real easy. Our starting phase is we take a note card and the pencil and we write our name and adventuring occupation on it. And then if we were at like a real table, like this would be if we were at a real table, we really, we just wrote these down so we would remember them. We would tent it in front of us. You know, like when you fold an index card in half and just put it on the table. <laughs> uh, for example, you may be Luke of Detonir, Noble Paladin, with your friends Juliana the Elven Cleric, Depro the Hooded Ranger, and Quaid the Halfling Thief. Uh, think of three brief adjectives about your character and write them on the back as a reminder to yourself. For example, Luke may be righteous, brave, and foolhardy, while Juliana is studied, faithful, and slow to act. So, Dirk, who is your character? <laughs> oh, I see. We're coming for me, are we? All right. So Always. I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing Rebel Vanguard, cleric of gibber. Rebel <sighs> uses they them pronouns. Uh, Rebel's uh, adjectives are cheerful, devout, ingenuitive. Ingenuitive. I'm gonna say the joke I said off mic. You made an arcane trickster is what you did. <laughs> In my defense, for anybody who has read the Queen's Thief series, I was this close to playing Eugenia. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't. So, my character... Oh, wait, no. What are your uh, adjectives? Cheerful, devout, ingenuitive. Okay, yes. Uh, my character is Avery Dinar, uh, who you might recognize as having shown up, like, twice. Um, Avery is a werewolf smuggler, uh, uses he-him pronouns, and his adjectives are quiet, kind, and protective. And he is a werewolf. Uh, like, And being a werewolf on a spaceship means that you're just a wolf like 80% of the time because the moon is always there. <laughs> um, and Avery is a, a one of those werewolves that can go from being a quadruped to a biped pretty easily. Like, just kind of stands up. Wears a shirt and pants because otherwise would be naked. <laughs> Uh, as a human, is kind of scarred, looks tired all the time. <laughs> Will, who are you playing? I'm playing Long John Silver, the archivist, whose adjectives are piratical, kind, and spunky. <laughs> um, in English, she uses the pronouns he, him, but he's actually a fish person and uses... His gender is one of the fish person genders. Uh, he's a fish person. We haven't it, really described what they look with, like. There was something to do with, like, C-sharp. Yeah. yeah that Long John, um, that's Long John Silver's, like, actual name is, like, something to do with, like, a musical sound. Yes. But goes by Long John Silver because special interest is pirates. <laughs> Yup. <laughs> <laughs> so what what fish person? What do you look like? Well uh most 
of his body is covered in tiny blue scales. Love he has that. no hair. Does have a hat. Is it a pirate hat? It is a pirate hat. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, his eyes are very dark and set back a little further than you'd expect of a humanoid. Um, webbed fingers and toes, toes longer than human. Surprisingly tall, it, he, he gangles a bit. Will, it sounds like you made a Zora. I doesn't have a fish head. I mean, they don't have to. <laughs> What's a oh, Zora? okay. From like, um. Legend of Zelda, like Prince Sidon is Azora. Oh. The fish people. I guess there are only so many ways to describe a fish person. <laughs> is this true? Yeah. I mean, you could have described, described Long John Silver as looking apostolician. I could have. But that, that's crossing a little bit too, too much. <laughs> I knocked something over. Um, Dirk, what does Rebel look look like? Yeah, because I realized, like, after you uh, described Avery that I hadn't described Rebel. Um. Fuck it. Uh, so I'm gonna <laughs> say that, uh, Rebel is a Clintex. Um. Okay. Uh, an individual uh, who wears shoes. And Rebel... Uh, is that the only clothing that Rebel wears? Is shoes? No! Well, you you just said who wears shoes. The shoes are important when you're a Clintex. Um... But, uh, what, what else I was gonna say is, uh... Rebel is, uh, a different variety of Clintex than our Hope's Hearth Clintex. Because Rebel is a very deep twilight blue with uh, white speckles all throughout. Uh, their uh, body looks like a starry night. Is, is Rebel from like a different planet? Um, yes. We're going to say Rebel is a Clintex from a different planet. That's dope as shit. I know, right? That's so cool. Nice. And, uh, I think in addition to shoes, uh, <laughs> Rebel is, uh, wearing a floral dress with a black vest. Because nice. I'm basing Rebel off of somebody. Double pistols and a wink. Is it yourself? Nope. For once, it is not myself. <laughs> is it redacted person who st- likes to fuck with you? Yep. Took <laughs> you long enough. <laughs> um, uh, Will, I'm assuming that the clothes that Long John Silver is wearing are vaguely piratey. Yes. The, and, the, and, the and kind he of is wearing shirt. <laughs> I think he is not wearing shoes. Unless it's a shoe required place like the engine. well we're meeting at a tavern so it might not be a shoe required place so is this 
Avery's bar. <laughs> ah, yes. So they're meeting in Avery's bar, and I guess Avery is also, like, on this job. Like, the way that I'm assuming is that since Avery is the the smuggler, that it's it's... Avery has hired the two of y'all for, like, his crew, basically. That sounds good. Long John Silver, like, I'm gonna go actually be a pirate after being inspired by Ol' Yoon. <laughs> <laughs> and this this arcane trickster of a cleric is just like, this sounds like fun! <laughs> Listen, if you're gonna be a cleric of Jibber, like, how else do you pay proper tribute? By being a chaos gremlin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly! Alright, so... Now we have our characters, and we've got vaguely what they're doing. Um, each player takes 1d4 for every player in the game. Now, I am going to say this. Uh, author is asleep. We broke the rules. There's supposed to be a minimum of four players in this game. <laughs> I think there's supposed to be exactly four players. And we were like, let's just do three. And so we're taking four, uh, 4d4 each. As if there are four players, but there's only three of us. Um, just so that we don't have to adjust the scoring system. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, we'll discuss it as we go. Uh, but yeah, it wouldn't be a, hearth, a hope's hearth if we didn't break the game immediately. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. There's very few games where we haven't broken them. <laughs> uh. So these tokens are our agreement tokens, which will show our level of buy-in to others' ideas. One token equals you disagree, two is doubtful, three is interested, and four is 100% in. So gameplay phase. The player who has been playing TTRPGs the shortest amount of time starts and becomes the statement player. I'm gonna guess that's me actually How long have okay you been uh since shortly before i joined the roomware server oh <laughs> so like f- four years three years three four years i've good. played ttrpgs uh let's see yeah, yeah. I think I think you are quote I'm, younger. I'm the baby. For once, yeah. I'm the baby. I've been playing uh, TTRPGs long enough that if my experience was a person, they would be able to buy drinks. <laughs> Jesus, Dirk. <laughs> I started when I was ten. My dad was into TTRPGs. <laughs> That's fair. Um. My dad tried to get me into D&D, and, like, I'd played D&D once or twice in my teenage years, but I don't really count those because the, the games did two sessions and then got ruined. Mm. Not by me. By interpersonal drama <laughs> with the other players, and one of the sessions was ruined by uh, one of my brothers being a gremlin in a bad way. He kept... Activating the traps on purpose. What? I don't know. And so our lawful good paladin 
knocked his character out for the good of the rest of the party, as well as the kobold we had with us. Um, and my brother got mad about it, even though, like, the entire party agreed, like, hey, because he wasn't listening to us when we were like, can you stop doing this, like, out of character meta, like, can you stop doing this? So we were like, okay, we're gonna knock you out. And then he got pissed about it. It's like, you're the one who wanted to activate the poison gas, what would kill all of us. Yeah, don't like that. Yeah, he's gotten better since then. He was, like... 16 at the time so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he he was a, an idiot <laughs> 16 is a rough age yeah uh he's gotten better about it um he still maybe takes things a little bit too far in ttrpgs but that's just because he's a cis white dude mm-hmm. you know anyway so i'm the baby of the group i will be the statement player and i will once we're done reading this, make a statement about where the party should head to next or about a treasure they hope to acquire. This makes sense, considering what we just decided. (laughs) Avery being like, I've hired the two of you. We're gonna be doing a thing. Uh, What I think it is, and I'm gonna make this as a statement proper, is like, we have to go get something. Mm -hmm. Um... The party then goes around the circle, each either asking a question, stating their opinion, uh, and debating. Um, at the end of one circuit around the table, the players each give the statement player an agreement token based on how they feel about that character's plan or idea. Another player becomes the statement player, either in rotation or by choice, and the circuit is made again. This repeats until every player has had a chance to offer their idea and every idea has been judged. Uh, So, uh, what I'm going to say is that we will each be allowed to give, since there's only three of us, I think for at least one of the rotation, like one of the statement players will be allowed to give them two tokens. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, we won't be able to do that. For all of them, because if you give two tokens, then you only have two tokens, but you've kind of got to make that bed, like, I like this idea the best so far, even if you haven't heard the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that way we can keep so that we end up with at least one idea that's got, like, a four, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, as the first statement player, so what this is, is let's set the scene. So we're on that, like, it was, it was an asteroid? Uh, I think so. It was either, like, it was one of the, like, outer planets, or it was an asteroid that's, like, just outside the, the solar system that, um, Hope's Hearth is uh, Hope's Promise is in, and Avery runs a bar on that, uh, in that, like, town. Uh, and- Avery's bar was, uh, near the dock, I remember that. Yes, um, because Sam tried to hit on him to get information. hmm And Avery was just, like, squints at. <laughs> <laughs> 
a married bitch. <laughs> I don't know if they're married at this point, but... <laughs> But honestly, squinting at uh, Sam is just a wise idea in general. Yeah. Um, so we're in the bar that I do not remember what I called it, but it definitely has a name. Um, it's probably in the document somewhere, but I don't really care. It doesn't matter. Um, and Avery is doing like... It, it's probably almost like almost two o'clock. It's almost last call. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Avery's doing a lot of, like, behind the bar, like, cleanup work, mm-hmm. waiting for the two people that he hired to come in. Um, probably was, like, a meet at the bar, like, just before two, just before last call. Mm. So that you guys have, like, a reason to be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you come after last call, that's suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the 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 two of you come in do you guys come in like roughly the same time one before the other is somebody late long john long john silver has been here for an hour quietly drinking one pint of beer Uh, I think Rebel swans in, like, 15, like, 1.45 a.m. Looking entirely rumpled and with, uh, like, a bright red lipstick mark on their face. Oh my god. Avery just gives you the most tired look like of course it's another one of these (laughs) (laughs) and Avery probably knows Long John Silver because Avery goes back to um, the hearth pretty regularly to see him boyfriend Mm -hmm. Uh, because because you know so probably knows Long John Silver, maybe not personally, personally, but like they know each other. So just when this gremlin walks in, yeah. <laughs> gestures for Long John Silver to come over to the bar. Long John Silver comes over to the bar, still holding the pint. Yeah, of course. Uh. And Avery introduces himself like to them and is like, y'all already know my name, but I'm going to introduce myself again. Uh, I am Avery Denar, and I need you both for a job. Rebel curtsies, uh, like <laughs> a deep, like, you know how you see on, um, like, uh, movies that are meant to be like historical where it's like all the way down how are you curtsying that low yeah uh rebel does one of those and uh then uh pops back up pushes into as their seat uh says i'm rebel it's a pleasure to meet you 
Uh, finger guns at Long John Silver. Long John Silver takes off his hat, does a bow, uh, puts his pint down first, yeah. does the bow, um, comes up and says, Aye, matey, and a right pleasure it is to meet such a fine lady as yourself. Not a lady. Uh, beg your pardon. <laughs> I love Long John Silver so much. Avery just kind of long-suffering but affectionate just kind of looks at the ceiling (laughs) like ah the pirate thing is just gonna keep happening okay (laughs) (sighs) alright now that we know each other what the job is is we need to go to a planet outside the system to retrieve something for a client. It is a smuggling operation. It's We're smuggling something off of a mandate planet. So we have to not be seen. And if we are seen, we have to make sure nobody suspects where we're from. So what we're going to do is we're going to take my small ship. We're going to jump out out of the system near that planet's space. And then we're going to science jargon, because Izzy can't think of words right now, (laughs) sneak in under their radars to land on planet, get the thing we're getting, and then get off planet as quietly as possible. Okay, first Uh, question. First answer. Is what we're getting bigger than a bread box? (laughs) Jesus. Avery and kind of is completely serious. Yeah, like, yeah, no. Avery is like th- thinking for a second, like. I mean, yes. Depends on your definition of bread box, but if you're talking about like, and he holds his like paws up to like show the size of like what we as human beings on Earth would be like, that's a bread box, then yes. Uh, it was like that was all points at Long John Silver how long do we expect the trip there to take well it is at the edge of mandate space but it is still in mandate space so it is the jump itself is going to take about a week we should only be on planet for a few days so it's uh two to three weeks of time spent away from planet. Nod, nod. Unfortunately, my smallest and quietest ship does not have a fast hyperdrive engine. Because fast and quiet are among those things that you can only have one of. 
Mm-hmm. Fast, and small, and quiet, and you can pick two, and I chose fast and sp- or I chose quiet and small. Uh, Rebel, like, lightly but pointedly knocks on, uh, the counter, and, uh, uh, says, uh... At the end of a bar, a glass spills. Rebel just sort of blinks at it. What? You choose to be the cleric of a chaos deity. What do you want from me? (laughs) (laughs) Rebel just sort of blinks at it, and it's like, I don't think I did that one. (laughs) Aries just sighs and goes over to clean up because what what it was is like one of the last patrons who's still in here who's a regular who like Avery trusts not to you know snitch mm-hmm. just not like you knocked on the counter they knocked over their glass <laughs> and Avery goes to clean it up <laughs> he can still hear you it's, the bar's not that long so like yeah but um anyway uh Rebel's just like um uh, is it durable enough for me? Avery just sort of the looks ship. at Rebel. Rebel is a Clintex. Clintex are way denser than they look. Well, yes. Avery knows that. <laughs> kind of looks Rebel up and down a couple of times. Squints. It is rated for Clintex travel. Mm-hmm. Unless if there is something else that would prevent the ship from being able to hold you. I'm pretty sure my god wouldn't try to kill you guys on purpose. <laughs> Comforting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listen, you can take it up with my god. Uh, I'm sure he will enjoy the joke. <laughs> I I would rather not. Does Long John Silver have another like statement or question about this idea before we <laughs> award agreement tokens and then move on to probably Dirk? I'm wondering if we'd have time to do a little side job while we're out there. But that can wait. Depends on how much trouble we run into on planet. Which will hopefully be none. Gives them both a look. Rebel pretends to look shocked. Unless if y'all got any other ideas on how to get on planet, that is what I have set out for us to do. We have a contact and everything. Uh, So, agreement tokens. You just, basically what we're going to do is we're going to mark down the number of D4. Because like if we were at a table, you would basically just hand the person a D4. But we're going to mark down, and I will keep track of them. 
Will, I forget. Is Long John Silver a mononym? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. I spelled silver wrong. Where are you typing this? I'm not. I have it written down. Okay. Uh, so... Well, we all need to keep track of uh, how many tokens we're getting, though. Yeah, I have everybody's written down. <laughs> oh. So, uh, Dirk, how many tokens are you going to give to... Like, if you agree, you don't have to... I, well... Do have to give at least one. Yeah. What is your one, D4 pointing? One is disagree. Well, hold on. I think that I have misunderstood how the tokens work. <laughs> Do we give between one to four tokens? I think yeah, I we think so. okay. hand I, I think we hand over a D four with the point up and we give between one and uh, one and four. Oh that makes more sense. That does make more sense. So everyone should have one to one D four from every other person in the game. I'm mm -hmm. I'm suggesting that we just hang on to a fourth D four and roll it in the resolution phase to make the numbers work. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Sounds legit. Okay. Uh, so, who's giving what to Avery for Avery's, uh, idea? Long John Silver gives a three. Uh, Rebel gives a two. Okay. Alright. And who would like to be the next statement player? I've got a thought. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you can go first. <laughs> My thought will keep. Yeah, it, it kind of makes sense in character that it, maybe it looks like Long John Silver is going to say something and then Rebel just kind of is like, me, I have <laughs> a counter idea to your idea, boss. <laughs> but less like that. <laughs> Okay, but what if not less like that? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, so you say that, and Avery just raises an eyebrow. <laughs> uh, well, listen. Consider um, this. I'm listening. I have magic. Lots of people have magic. Yes, but uh. uh if we're really entertaining, I bet we could get there faster. What do you mean by really entertaining?
Out of character, Dirk did not think of an answer to this question. (laughs) (laughs) That's also not the question that I want to add, like, that Avery wants to ask for when we actually go around and do that. I'm just trying to get you to be more precise about, like, your statement. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um... Because basically what we're doing is we know what we're supposed to be doing. We're making statements about the plan we're going to use. Yeah. Well, like, also, I don't actually know what we're getting. It. I, I don't know either. It's a nebulous something. Uh, it's, it's, I'm stuck between it being, like, information? Or a person. Well, information is more likely to be smaller than a bread box. This is true. Didn't we say it was bigger than a bread box? Yes. Ah, okay. And I mean, it could be written information, because, like, written information is a lot easier to keep secret. Yes. That's true. So it could be, like, a big case file. I'm kind of entertained by the idea of it being a person, though. Same. I mean, to be fair, Avery hasn't said what it is. I don't know if Avery quite knows what it is. Uh Uh-huh. Avery just knows that they're being paid to go get a thing. Yeah. So, um, I think, uh, what Rebel says is, uh, I still haven't figured out what, uh, entertaining uh, looks like. But uh, I think uh, what Rebel says is um, like uh, I can do magic and I have a god and I'm thinking that uh, we might be able to do something to uh, invite my god to help us make the ship faster. We can get there faster have more time to scout out the location and do everything and more time to what are we getting you know uh i just know that it is uh bigger than a bread box helpful but uh uh we can do a spell Uh, i can do a spell i'll need you guys to help and uh uh, like, we can make the ship faster. We might. I don't want to say we might be able to teleport because, uh, uh, if I suggest it, uh, he'll probably just make it not happen just to be contrary. So, I but- mean, that is a law of the universe at this point, I think. But also, meta, out of character, uh, yeah, no, Jibber would absolutely not do, like, not teleport y'all just to be contrary. Would make it take longer. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like I've met the character. Or, yes, teleport you. Teleport you to the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. But, um. Uh, so, Rebel's like. But yeah, uh, if we have more time there, we can possibly also pick up extra things, uh, because uh, why not? Uh, 
So, is this going to require me to bleed? <laughs> Rebel considers this. <laughs> And after, like, it's very serious consideration, but, like, it takes a good a bit before Rebel finally goes, are you a masochist? No. Then probably not. I think uh, Avery goes to, like, you know, spritz himself some soda, because they come with, like, the bar spritzers. Uh-huh. Um, and it just kind of misfires <laughs> and accidentally, like, gets himself in the shirt. Cusses. Take it off? <laughs> Long John Silver suggests. Completely innocently, of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I, Avery kind of has to. He's just grumbling to himself for a moment as he, like, pulls the shirt off. And then gets a rag so he can get the soda out of his fur. Long John Silver attempts to wolf whistle, but doesn't really understand how wolf whistling works, and therefore goes. I don't. I don't think the mic picked up on what you did for Discord, but whatever it was, no. it was probably very funny. I can't whistle. Is the problem? This <laughs> <laughs> is just blowing air. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I I think it may be funnier if we just let people imagine uh, <laughs> how a wolf whistle goes wrong. I think Avery like flicks the towel in Long John Silver's general direction, not to like hit with it or anything, just you know, like a you stop that. <laughs> Long John Silver stops that. <laughs> Not in like a, 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 a like serious you stop that kind of way. Like, despite being very grumpy that now his shirt is covered in sticky soda, like Long John Silver is a friend and amusing. Um, I think as Avery is trying to get the soda out of his fur, whatever. I don't put a whole lot of stock in God's doing shit for people like that. That's probably why you're covered in soda. Is this gonna break my ship? I'm not gonna make any promises, because remember how I said, you know... If I say uh, he'll teleport us, uh, he will definitely not do that, just to be spiteful. I'm not going to make any promises, but what I will say is that uh, I would prefer it not break your ship, because I don't want to have to give up my share of the money to pay for your ship to get repaired. Avery just squinting. (laughs) 
Does Long John Silver have another question? Or statement about this? Do you happen to know if your god has a good relationship with other potentially local relevant gods? <laughs> because I would rather not piss off someone whose territory we're visiting. Rebel considers this less time than the other one and says, Did the Mandate have gods? I mean, whoever planet that was before the Mandate took it probably did. Oh. Gods don't die. This is true. I think Rebel, like, digs out a communicator and just googles like, the fucking planet that definitely was said, but I don't know what the fuck the planet's called. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rebel, like, literally just googles the planet, and is just like, uh, it's on the mandate how, uh, let me see how uptight these gods are. And, um, after a bit of googling, uh, it's like, uh, Probably, uh, he has a decent relationship with most of them. There's one god who I'm hoping is, um, uh, as, uh, unimportant as this article is small, um, who would definitely hate him a lot, but... <laughs> Who's this god? <laughs> who is this god that would hate him? <laughs> uh, that's very funny. Okay. <laughs> I think Yuri's just like just kind of like pinches like the he's got a snout so it's not really like his nose but like between the eyes just kind of does the thing where he's just like I do not think that this is gonna work and that is that is his statement <laughs> Long John Silver is, is, is done talking about this I'm giving you a two <laughs> I am also giving you a two. <laughs> so, I have an alternate suggestion. What if we pretend to be from the mandate being official archivists to add the local culture to their big old collection of cultures and make that article a little bit longer. We show up, we demand artifacts, we demand records, we wear the stupid uniform. Avery making a face as as Long John Silver is talking. Like, ugh, that means I have to be human. And then we walk out again. So y your proposal is we just act like we're supposed to be there. Yes. 
specifically act like we're supposed to be there and collect treasured artifacts from this native culture to preserve them for the uh, future day when they want them again. Do you have any mandate uniforms? As it happens, I have the appropriate color cloth and a sewing machine. How good are you? How good are you at sewing? Decent. <laughs> Avery gesturing at Long John Silver's entire outfit. <laughs> oh, you made that? Not the hat. Rebel considers the hat. <laughs> that is a tragedy. Hats are hard. Uh, Rebel is googling what mandate uniforms look like now. Atrocious. They are. <laughs> they they are. Uh. So. I've always imagined them as being kind of like um the the New Order uniforms from like uh the newer Star Wars movies, like what General Hux wears. That so very, like, gray. Gray, like, straight lines with, like, gray, white, black, uh, like, piping and detailing. It's very boring and, like, sharp lines. Mm -hmm. Very brutalist and inorganic, basically. Yeah. They're, they're not good. They look good on some people, but they're just not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think... Worst part is the boots. They just are ugly as shit. <laughs> I actually kind of like the boots. <laughs> and uh, if, if you notice, like, in the Google search, it just seems like, hmm, they don't seem to have a, a, a good range of, like, races of people wearing these. Because, <laughs> you know, it's the mandate and they suck. And, um, uh, I think, um, uh, Rebel's next question is, uh, do they have a version that's a skirt? No. Tragically. Or perhaps not tragically. It's I don't know what a skirt of that would look like. It's all pants. Do have pockets. Well, but my dress has pockets, and, like, Rebel sticks their arm into a pocket, like, up to their elbow, because <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's one of those dresses you buy where it's, like, uh, when it says it's got pockets, it's got fucking pockets. <laughs> Long John Silver does a little clap. <laughs> um... What uh, so my first question was basically just Avery making the statement about us just going in and pretending we're supposed to be there. What is your contingency if they don't buy it? Guns a blazing, Captain. Uh, I am really good at killing people, though. No. What? Why 
Oh, why not? We're supposed to do this quietly. That was a stipulation from the client. The client is really boring. Oh my god. <laughs> Long John Silver nods. Uh, Avery is giving this plan a... <sighs> Despite everything, Avery does think it's a good idea, except for the fact that Long John Silver doesn't have any contingency besides fuck shit up. (laughs) 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 So it's like a very soft three. Uh, I think Rebel is uh, very into this idea because uh, Rebel is very confident that uh, Chipper will help them out if things go sideways. So, wait. Uh, is that a three? What or number four? is that? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's a four. That's 100% in. <laughs> okay. So, we've all made our statements and had our ideas judged. So, now we're in the scoring phase. The players then add up their agreement tokens with the highest scoring player's idea winning. In the case of a tie, all players will give a new token to the idea they prefer. So what we're all going to do is roll 1d4 to give us that third number. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for Because, like, you know, there was supposed to be like a fourth person. Mm-hmm. That's a three for me. Oh, wait. Do we have a dice roller in the search? No, it broke. Do you want me to roll it for you? Oh, no, uh, I can do that. Also, uh, there is a uh, dice roller that we can add, but um, not right now. I'm just going to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yes, please do roll that for me because I can't find my dice roller. I got a three and you got a four. Okay, so... My total is eight. Rebel's total is eight. Long John Silver's is ten. (laughs) (laughs) We're pretending to be archivists. All right. (laughs) So I'm going to roll 4d6. I'm sorry, 4d4. Yeah, hold on, let me read the- so, resolution phase. The player with the highest score will then roll their pool of agreement tokens, and, uh, the table then narrates the result of their adventure. Some questions are included if you need a place to start. So, your- My pool should be- Hold on. Right? I don't understand how the the fucking scoring in this works. So, my pool is the agreement tokens I was given. So there are three. Yes. Okay. Which makes it impossible to roll a 13 plus. So I'm going to assume there were four. With the one left over from me taking as many as... uh, No, because you can still get... You can still... Oh, yeah, no, you are supposed to be able to get a 13. So I'm going to roll 4d4. 
So wait, was it we were supposed to give that, like, the number of dice, not just say a number? No, I think we were supposed to say a number, uh, because the number determines who does the final roll. But then how do you get more than three dice? Um, I think you started out with four dice, because there were four people in the game, and you each take one d4 for each player in the game. Mm -hmm. Then you give away three dice and receive three dice. So you have four dice. Yeah. Okay, okay. But I only know that because of the 13 plus option. Yeah, okay. Alright. I'm God's picking speed. up the dice. <laughs> I'm rolling the dice. I got a 3, a 4, so that's 7, plus 2 is 9, plus 4 is 13. Oh shit, nice! So, Woo! scoring... One to four is an absolute failure. Five to eight is a partial failure. Nine to twelve is a partial success. And a thirteen plus is a legendary adventure. You got the treasure, slew the evil, or rescued the villagers, and made it back unscathed and perhaps stronger than before. And we've got some questions, uh, like if we need a place to start, who disarmed the final trap or struck the uh, decisive blow? How did you navigate the worst obstacle unharmed? So basically, we show up wearing, like, mandate like uniforms with all of the proper like forged paperwork and like uh different like ornamentation or whatever the fuck that denotes us as uh archivists archivists and like scientists and stuff like researchers um and we were arrive uh later than we expect but uh right on time uh because they were expecting somebody to show up right when we did, and we got there just ahead of the people who they were expecting. It's entirely possible that Jibber slowed them up and maybe made them misplace their documentation so they can't <laughs> prove who they are. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Yeah. The legendary, su- a legendary adventure. Um, we get not only the person we're going for, but also a huge collection of artifacts and records from this planet's native culture that can be preserved for when the planet is free again. Mm -hmm. We also, uh, like, managed to find amongst the stuff that we get just a whole bunch of shit where it's like, uh, oh, all of these are supposed, are just, you know, Indian relics. Actually, no. Wrong culture. Uh, these are not anything except, you know, made out of something valuable. We can sell that shit. So in addition to being able to preserve their culture, we've got a bunch of shit that we can sell guilt-free. <laughs> nice! I like it when that happens. What was Long John Silver's side quest? That Long Dawn Silver side quest was picking up cultural artifacts. Ah, okay. So yeah, we definitely do that. So the person that uh, 
we were all supposed to be picking up. Um, I think when, when like, because we've done that, we've gotten the cultural artifacts. The person was in mandate jail, <laughs> and we had to break them out. This is not something Avery was aware that we had to do, but it was fine. It worked out. The the lock broke. The lock broke. <laughs> like. Avery went to go and, like, pick it, and the lock just kind of broke. Came apart. Serendipitously. And the person that they're picking up is... I'm trying to figure out if I want to set something up. Is the person they pick up good at fighting? I mean, technically, yeah. No, it's the... Okay. Um, So the person they pick up is this big dude. Like, this big dude who's got this, like kind of wolfish grin um seems very pleased to see avery um even though avery is currently in human form because the mandate uniforms don't fit werewolves (laughs) um and this big dude introduces himself as um jasper howell uh and when asked how he got into the jail just kind of shrugs and it's like, eh, this is where I needed to be. Cryptic as shit. <laughs> um, and they're able to get out of the jail without any problems. But it's weird. Like, the security camera just kind of fizzled. <laughs> like, it had an electrical short. Uh-huh. And, like, nobody knows, like, you know, one minute... The, the the prisoner was in their cell and then like the camera fizzled out and when they managed to like get it back on, like nip gone. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I like it. The person that they were supposed to meet who's basically like it's it's a safe house in case if like they did get seen and like Avery makes them wait there a few days anyway, mm-hmm. just to be safe, because all the ports are gonna be looking for this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this Will, who is this? Well, it's Helios. It's that minor god who would probably dislike Gibber. <laughs> <laughs> because Helios uh assumed name is translation convention. Um, Helios is the god of both the sun and the natural order, things going as they are supposed to go. Oh, yeah, and that's the reason why Helios is helping them. Helios wants Jasper off of his planet, like, now. (laughs) 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 Like, if I could get you off my fucking planet. (laughs) The faster, the better. (laughs) But, like, none of y'all know that these are two gods, obviously. (laughs) I think, uh... uh. No, I think it would be very, very funny if, like, Rebel didn't know, and then, like, they get to, like, Hope's promise, and then all of a sudden it just, like, gets that kind of, like, wave of, like, cleric, like, spidey sense of, like, God damn it, Jibber! (laughs) 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 You fucking shithead! 
I think Rebel, like, absolutely spends the entire time we are waiting hitting on Jasper and just generally being a shit. Oh, Jasper's so amused, because Jasper knows. (laughs) (laughs) It's just just like, this is a little arcane trickster. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not, like, serious hitting on Jasper. Rebel doesn't want anything. Rebel is just having fun. Oh, yeah. Jasper's just amused and is, like, occasionally flirting back, but it's definitely, like, too much for Rebel to handle. (laughs) (laughs) One of those, like... Silver is buried in the records and occasionally comes up to tell people neat things. Avery is very just... This worked, and I don't know why. (laughs) 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 It should not have worked. <laughs> Rebel's just like, and don't worry about it. I'm My worrying about it. I'm worrying about it. I don't trust like that. The two gods in the room just look at each other. <laughs> one of them One of them is just very done with this, and the other one is just grinning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, Rebel, uh, uh, looks at Helios, uh, no, looks at Avery, and, uh, is like, let me tell you about Jibber. Oh, in- God, don't proselytize to me, please. <laughs> no, but it's absolutely in the let me tell you about Homestuck voice. Oh, no, that's worse. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. It- and I think I think they make it back to um uh if they stop at um the little like I'm just gonna call it a planetoid <laughs> that um Avery's bar is on. Mm-hmm. Um before making the hop to Hope's Promise. Um who the fuck ordered this? This who the fuck is is the client? Jiwei, Jiwei, it's Jiwei. Ah, good for Jiwei. So Jiwei is the client. Jiwei is there to like pick, like basically pick Jasper up. Um, they don't land in the hearth. They land on the surface. Mm-hmm. And th- that that's that's it. They get paid. It's pretty decent. They've also got the shit that they can sell, like, obviously not on Hope's Promise, because money doesn't exist, but, you know. Yeah. Um, John Silver probably stays behind, because, like, I got what I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yep. And an adventure to remember. Yeah. Rebel gets that sudden, like, flash of of knowing from Jibber, and is like, you fucking bitch. Yeah, I think, like, Rebel absolutely just points, and their finger is, like, a millimeter from Jasper's nose. (laughs) Jasper grinning, like, yes? (laughs) What can I do for ya? (laughs) Absolutely knows that Rebel has just figured this out, but it's just... (laughs) being a shit about it <laughs> oh yeah uh rebel just glares for a moment 
then swishes around to look at Long John Silver. It was a pleasure working with you. Do you hug? Yes, I hug. I would be delighted to hug you. Rebel gives uh, Long John Silver a lovely hug. Before Rebel had turned around, uh, Jasper definitely winked. (laughs) (laughs) The wink is almost definitely what made Rebel go, you know what, fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like if it's not your god, but the same kind of personality, it's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I'm pretty sure Jibber annoys Rebel sometimes. Oh, absolutely. There's no way in hell he's not obnoxious. (laughs) Anyway. He's definitely the kind of god who would just send, like, one of his weird small animals, like, in the middle of the night, to just kind of paw at your door. But then when you go and open the door, it's not there. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, like, Rebel had to have learned not to make any sort of absolutes about what Jipper might do. There has to be a reason. <laughs> I think this reason was just, Jibber thought it would be really funny to see Rebel react. That makes sense. <laughs> and it was. And Jasper also finds it fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, you can just hear him just, like, trying so hard not to bust out laughing, and it's just, like, giggling to himself. <laughs> yeah, Re- I don't think Rebel looks at Jasper uh, for any time. <laughs> <laughs> After this moment. <laughs> and I think we should call it there. Yes, yeah. Will's turning into a pumpkin. I am very, turning into a pumpkin. <laughs> so this this has been really good. Uh this is this has been You All Meet in a Tavern, uh by uh, Ryan Gregg at G- at Ryan Gregg, but spell it backwards on Twitter. And Gregg is, has two G's at the end. It does. Um, a Caltrop core game. Uh, we have not played a Caltrop game yet, so this was an interesting introduction to it. I'm interested to play more Caltrop core games. We found a few in one of the Itchio bundles that we all bought. You can find it at roleplayinggrenade.itch.io slash you all meet in a tavern. I have been Izzy. <laughs> uh, you can find me still on Twitter at the Sean Deer and Tumblr at lots of deer. Um, you can find, uh, honestly, most of my other stuff under similar usernames, uh, uh, Sean Deer, the Sean Deer. Uh, etc like my itchio or my um portfolio website which is the shondeer.pb.studio uh by the time this comes out it will have already happened but um as of recording this next week is going to be our twi- first charity stream and first stream that we have done as hearthside enclave a uh, 24-hour charity stream for Seattle Pride, because fuck Amazon. Um, because this is coming out after that, you should watch the VODs on our YouTube. Uh, just search Hearthside Enclave on YouTube, because um, we need more subscribers on the YouTube to be able to get a custom URL, because YouTube sucks. Um, 
So it's just a random string of numbers and letters right now. Uh, but you'll be able to catch the VODs there. It's going to be fun. We're going to be playing some fun games and have some good guests. So watch the VODs. They're going to be great. You can also find me on Abbey Archives um, with Kit, a Redwall Reread podcast. And you can find Hearthside on, you can find that on Twitter at Abbey Archives uh, or on Tumblr at Abbey Archives. Um, you can find Hearthside Enclave at HS Enclave on Twitter and Tumblr. Um, and you can find Hope's Hearth Pod at, um, Hope's Hearth Pod on Twitter and Hope's Hearth Pod on Tumblr. We do have Tumblrs. Please follow the Tumblrs because I reblog so much shit to, especially the, the Hope's Hearth Pod one because everybody I follow, uh, it, it, it like my dashboard is just tailor made to my brand and this podcast is my brand. Uh, so a bunch of that shit is some good shit. It's some gay shit. And you should follow us on there. Um. And with me today has been Dirk. Hi, I'm Dirk. You can find me in places. I'm tired. <laughs> and Will. Hi, I'm Will. Um. You can find me on the Discord, which should be linked in the episode description. And I'm also tired. Good night. Stay safe. Wear your mask. It's not over. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated. Stop going to conventions. Holy shit. Stop going to things. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Howdy, 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 howdy. Bye. If you like this podcast and want to help keep it going, please consider donating to our coffee, linked in the description below. You can also follow our Twitter and Tumblr at Hope's Hearth Pod and join our Discord. This podcast is part of Hearthside Enclave, and some other shows you might like are Abbey Archives, a Redwall Reread podcast, and Post Apocalyptic News Radio, a Fallout inspired audio drama. <laughs>